0: All right, let's get her going again with our panel, Dan Moulton, Anthony Fury, and Peter Tabbins. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Right. Still waiting, John. I like to yeah. see you guys like Pavlov's dogs. You start to salivate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pizzaville's
1: just, just such bring good in the pizza. pizza. It just just bring is. It is in the best in. pizza in the city. Uh, there you think go. Think about it on a regular basis. Oh, what about those chicken <laughs>
0: poppers? Let's bring those into the equation, too. I'm sure Angelo's going to look at Do you have
1: the, uh, the delivery number handy, John? Uh, <laughs> what delivery? I mean, they're
0: stationed outside my house 24-7. The truck's keeping things warm as we speak. All right. Uh, wanted to talk about something else that God rather heated. That was the midterms, and... Uh, where we all saw it uh, play out last night, uh, according to the polls. I thought the pollsters were pretty much spot on for yeah. a change. And so uh, props to them. Donald Trump today talking about how it was a great night for the Republicans uh, because they, they gained in the Senate, seated the House, again, as was anticipated, maybe not to the <laughs> same extent that uh, many of the alarmists were suggesting. And so uh, now America is really at a crossroads because the Dems control the House, we don't know who controls the Dems, whether they'll be obstructionist Pelosi talking unity last night, and she's going to work with Trump or at least uh, appealing to that. Anthony, I'm going to ask you straight up, uh, what is the signal for the direction America's taking these midterm results?
2: Yeah, and that's the question. The, the ball is really with the Democrats, because Trump is going to be Trump, and he's going to continue with, with his mandate and doing the issues he's doing. In terms of the Democrats, are they a, a more sort of moderate party that are going to be focusing on economic issues? The What I would say, natural resting place of Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. Pelosi and Hillary Clinton. I mean, I have I have very left wing friends in the U.S. who wouldn't vote for Hillary Clinton because she's too right wing. So, are we going to see that Hillary Clinton and Pelosi and so forth uh, sort of be 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 leadership figures in the party, or are we going to see these these new people that were kind of the darlings of the party, that new young woman in New York, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who's a self described socialist? Are they going to be the people who get the prime speaking uh, gigs at the the DNC conventions and all that sort of stuff? And if so, that suggests they're going to push even more left And those are the people who want to do the impeachment. They really like the culture war stuff. And, of course, Trump loves it, too. He loves to do the take a knee, the caravan, all that sort of stuff. So they're going to be perfect. You know, it takes two to tango. They're going to do that dance with him. I think the mature thing to do for the Democrats would be show we're caring about the economy and healthcare and so forth and, and, and just kind of ignore uh, the president when he gets uh, noisy and, and, and blustery and maybe that'll help them yeah. uh, win back and, and
1: get the presidency too. But I don't know if they're going to do it, John. All right. Yeah, well, I actually agree with Anthony. Uh, that, that, that's a very insightful comment. I think it, it will be all about the Democrats' restraint over the next two years. Are they able to? Now, I, I do think that they should use their power of subpoena and their committees to frustrate the president and some of his, uh, some of the problems. You uh, think that that's e- a good strategy? Uh, yes, I do. I, I think proceeding with articles of impeachment is a bad strategy. Uh, I think that But would- obstructionism is a good idea. Certainly, uh, I mean, but
0: he's going to plant that on them. Well, the, the American the
1: li- president has has uh, realistically rather limited powers to implement an agenda without the House of representatives, regardless. So, I well, mean, he's going executive to orders. To I was
0: at, last Certainly. hour actually had the former U.S. ambassador. Yep, fair and enough. He worked under Obama. Obama had the same situation. You're right. And he invoked a lot of executive orders. Yeah, no, you're right. And and regulations, I'm sure we'll DACA.
1: I'm sure we'll see the president uh, try and use executive orders to govern uh, the executive branch as effectively as he can. Uh, his his administration have not proven themselves very effective at doing that. Uh, I think the, the Democrats back in charge at, at, at the House of Representatives will, will probably also see some legislation come out of there that the president will be eager to sign. I mean, he was not able to see his infrastructure legislation, uh, that the big infrastructure bill he championed early in his mandate, uh, pass through the Republican Congress because it was Realistically, too liberal, right? And I mean, realistically, this president is too liberal for most of the traditional Republican Party, anyways. Well, and, right. and so we'll we'll see what sort of policies come from the Republican House of Representatives that actually might be, you know, seen as more favorable to the okay. president.
0: Well, you see the Republicans as fractious. Uh, to Anthony's point, I mean. Who knows where the Democrats are headed? They don't have a point person for 2020 just two years out. I mean,
1: Joe Biden certainly has presented himself uh, very clearly in this midterm season as, as the likely candidate.
0: Biden, 76 years old. So is the president. Yeah, I know, but uh, people said he was too old when he ran, so Biden's going to give another run-up. That There's a lot of baggage on Biden, too.
1: I, I uh, think he could have beat the president two years ago, and I think he'll yeah. beat him two years from now. Oh, okay, well... Uh, well, there, that, there are others lining up. Heard it here first. <laughs> thirty-six,
0: no, no fewer than thirty-six candidates, including uh, you know Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. Uh, well, there's
1: no candidates. There's just people. You're going to say, I mean, there are. Well, they're, they're already people are running jockeying for, the for position. Yeah,
0: they're running. They're, uh, they're jockeying, jockeying for posi- without a doubt. So, uh, but listen, the question that I asked Tavins, I mean, uh, as an ardent person on the left, do you think obstructionism is good strategy? Well, I think if you block
3: the destructive parts of Donald Trump's approach. Yeah. Would you go
0: after the guy and uh, subpoena his tax forms and uh, all the other stuff that, you know, impeachment, the articles of impeachment?
3: I I don't think that they have the support in the country for impeachment as much as many people want that to happen. Um, I would go after his tax returns. I don't think he's being honest with people about his financial situation. But the fact that he tried to scuttle Obamacare, and Obamacare is a pale shadow of what America needs in terms of health care. But obstructing any attacks on health care yeah that's going to be incredibly popular in the states and absolutely necessary and frankly beyond that trump was able to win the last election because he spoke to many people about their economic desperation to the extent that the democrats put aside their their loyalty to wall street and actually talk about and act on getting people to work and defending the economic interests of working people in the midwest and frankly across the states but well, do you think that same position. rule
0: Do you think that same rule applies to Canada insofar as, you know, when you've got Justin Trudeau who's uh doing a lot of virtue signaling or he wants, you know, the climate uh, goals adhered to in Paris two thousand fifteen. Meanwhile, you can't get pipelines built out west and there are people suffering that way. I mean, is he also missing maybe the populist message that Trump won on, Anthony?
2: I think he misses it even worse. And, in fact, I, I think he can be more out-to-lunch than a lot of these out-to-lunch Democrats in the United States are, absolutely certainly. When you're going on about the merits of carbon taxes and you're you're doing the endless virtue signaling, the apology tour, staging clean Eastwood photo ops for yourself, you've got to wonder what exactly are the priorities here because it, it is the economic issues that, that that are the the thrust of all of this. And he's just missing it federally, certainly.
1: All right. Well, you know, well, I, look, John, I, I would just say Let's be clear. Some of the more "quote unquote" radical Democrats you quoted earlier would barely be liberals in Canada. So I mean, like, we're not we're not exactly yeah. talking about a similar political spectrum between. The
0: They're two socialists. Countries. They're out and out socialists. I mean,
1: yeah, but a socialist in America is basically a well, moderate liberal in this country. Well, right. I mean, Pete, I don't think that, they'd be welcome in Peter's party. Let's be I, clear I, I would that. say a
3: number of them are sort of on the left wing of the Tory party. More <laughs> <than> <laughs> exactly. I mean Even within the Liberal Party, it's Hillary a very Clinton different. Would be spectrum. a conservative. All well, well, right. Listen, right? Anthony.
0: Like, Anthony just referenced the apology tour. There was an apology forthcoming from the Prime Minister earlier today. I want to get your thoughts on something that was uh, drawn as an, an analogy, and uh, we'll get to that. A very interesting take, and I'll be curious as to yours. Dan Moulton, Anthony Fury, Peter Tavins on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.